Hello and welcome to Let's Talk Employment Law. This is an employment podcast brought to you by the Lane Neve Employment Law Team. In this podcast, we are taking a look at the latest in New Zealand employment law and what you need to know to manage the greatest resource in your business, and that is your people. My name is Elise Wilson and I'm a solicitor in the Christchurch office and today I'm joined by Hannah Martin who is a senior associate in the employment team. But not only is Hannah a senior associate, she is also the mother of her beautiful new daughter Isabella and so Hannah has experienced first-hand parental leave while also being a very knowledgeable expert in employment law. So for the next few episodes, we are going to be taking a closer look at the intricacies of parental leave and some of the legal obligations here that employers need to be aware of. Thanks, Elise. Obviously, I'm Hannah, um, and I was recently promoted to senior associate while on parental leave um, looking after Isabella. Um, so she's the one who's got uh, first-hand knowledge of parental leave in action, I think, and, and only has good things to say. Um, so as Elise mentioned, um, the next three, of, sorry, four episodes, we're taking a look at the Parental Leave and Employment Protection Act. The first episode focuses on the types of leave and the terminology used in the Act. Um, but before we kick off, um, please remember that this is just general information. Um, hopefully it sparks some questions and discussion points for you. It's definitely not a comprehensive statement of the law. Um, if you require specific legal advice, please get in touch. Great, thanks Hannah. And so we will be taking a look um, at the Parental Leave and Employment Protections Act, which is 1987. So this governs the parental leave uh, obligations in New Zealand. It is a fairly dated piece of legislation, but some amendments have been made over the years to uh, make sure that it reflects some more of the societal changes that, that are happening in this area. And so this uh, piece of legislation does provide for some minimum entitlements in terms of leave for employees, but it does not put an obligation on employers to provide paid leave for the employees. Although, as we will discuss soon, um, some employers do go above and beyond in, in, this, in this area. So the Parental Leave Act uh, encompasses five different types of parental leave. These are often simply just referred to as parental leave, but there are different types of leave um, that fall under this. So firstly, we've got special leave, then we've got uh, your primary care leave, which, which is your paid, paid parental leave. And then we've got partner's leave, negotiated carer leave, and also your extended leave. So we're gonna go through each of these and break them down a little bit more. Thanks, Elise. Um, before I kick off, I just want to say that people born in 1987 aren't dated, but this Act definitely is. Um, so we're going to start by looking at primary care leave. Um, and as the name suggests, this is to be taken by the primary care of the child. Now the Act, the Parental Leave and Employment Protection Act, defines this as the biological mother or uh, effectively someone who's taking primary care of a child under the age of six, either by, for example, fungi or adoption. Um, parental leave, uh, primary care leave, sorry, um, is to be taken for 26 continuous weeks um, and usually it is elected to start on the due date of the baby or the arrival of the child. However, it can be directed earlier, um, to start earlier by a doctor or it can start earlier if an employee is no longer able to carry out her role. Now I mentioned that um, the primary care leave period needs to 
uh, needs to continue for continuously for 26 weeks. There is currently one exception to that which we discuss in episode 4. For this 26 week period as well, the government um, currently pay, pays um, or funds the parental leave um, payment scheme and there is no obligation on an employer to pay their employee while they're on parental leave. And as um, Elise will discuss in a bit more detail soon, um, employees um, have the option of implementing policies to increase someone's entitlements um, over and above those in the Act, um, and that's becoming more and more common. Mm. Thanks, Hannah. Again, like Hannah said, uh, the, the minimum entitlements in the Parental Leave Act do not mean that uh, extra benefits um, or policies, workplace policies to support um, uh, employees who are having children um, can't be implemented, but it just means that no policies can be implemented that give um, employees anything less than what the Act provides for. So the second type of leave uh, that the Act provides is special leave. So this is uh, up to 10 days that a pregnant employee can take for uh, reasons related to her pregnancy. So this can include uh, doctor's appointments or um, midwife scans, things like this. So these days um, are unpaid. Um, but they are in addition to an employee's sick leave uh, and annual leave entitlements. Yes, yeah, so that brings us to the third type of leave, which is partner's leave, um, and that's pretty straightforward. That um, is leave that can be taken by the partner or spouse of a primary carer um, on the arrival, generally on the arrival or, or birth of a child. Um, how long the partner uh, can take off really depends on how long they've been working for the employer. So um, there are employment tests outlined in the Parental Leave and Employment Protection Act, which um, pretty much govern all of the um, entitlements to, to the leave and, and the duration of those entitlements. So if someone's been working uh, continuously um, for six months preceding the arrival or birth of the child, they can take one week partner's leave. If it's 12 months, they can take um, two weeks. Now this leave is unpaid, so often uh, partners or spouses choose to take annual leave if they have it available. Um, because the partner's leave is in addition to other leave types provided to employees under the Holidays Act. But what is important to note is that they don't hold on to this entitlement. It, um, it has to be used within 21 days of the birth of the child or the arrival of the child, but it actually can also be used um, 21 days preceding that date as well. Um, it can't be taken, partner's leave cannot be taken if someone has had the primary care leave entitlement transferred to them. Thanks Hannah. And now we've also got uh, the last two types of parental leave which are entitlements for extended leave or um, negotiated carer leave. Yeah that's right. So in New Zealand the length of extended leave that someone can take again depends on which of the employment tests they meet. So if they've been working up to six months for an employer they can get 26 weeks in extended leave. Sorry, and if they've been working for 12 months, they can take, or 12 months more, they can take 20, an additional 26 weeks, so 52 weeks in total. If someone, however, has taken primary care leave, um, then that 26 week period is deducted from the 52 week period. So, for example, at the moment, I'm um, in coming to the end of my 26 weeks of primary uh, care leave, and so I have an additional 26 weeks of extended leave available for me to use. Uh, extended leave can be shared between partners or spouses 
um, but um, they can't take that at the same time. It can be taken, as in my case, after um, I've taken primary care leave, and it can be taken at the same time as partner's leave. Uh, extended leave is one of the, the more trickier uh, types of leave to get, get your head around under the Act. Um, and it's constantly raising questions for people. So if you do have any questions about it um, or just want to check something off, please give us a call. Thanks, Hannah. And so if employees do not meet the requirements uh, for these types of leave, for example, um, an employee hasn't been employed for more than six months, then they will be able to um, apply for negotiated carer leave. Um, and so this is uh, something that they'll have to go into negotiations with their employer for, and there is not necessarily any um, minimum entitlements for leave um, that are provided for in the Act. But we do recommend that uh, good faith is followed here and that if you do have any questions um, that you seek advice. So thanks for joining us for this episode. We uh, hope that you have found it useful taking a look at the different types of leave that are often just classed as parental leave, but as you can probably see, there's, there's a bit more to it. Um, and as we've mentioned, this is quite a complex area, so uh, please don't hesitate to, um, to reach out for some further advice. In the next episode, we are going to be taking a look at your legal obligations when it comes to employees who are expecting and how you can best look after them in the workplace.